Welcome, everybody, to the first and foremost music news podcast in the world. No judgments here. I'm your host, Mike, and with me is the professor, the man, the myth, the mother effing legend, Will. How are hey. you doing tonight, buddy? Doing well, man. The Arkansas Resurrection going back to Omaha next week. So I'm excited. It was a good weekend to watch some baseball, college baseball. Had a good time. Uh, yeah. Always excited to see my hogs win in advance to Omaha. Omaha. I'm good. I'm good. No complaints. Mm, mm, mm. Did you get your tickets then? Are you making a return trip to the the land of nothingness? Nebraska. No, no, it's not with, for everybody. Uh, no, not with. I mean, Omaha, Lincoln are great, great, great cities. Great cities. <laughs> Love those two cities. Everything else, a little suspect. But no, with <laughs> with, uh, with, uh, with a Chicago trip happening in a month, a uh, a, a oh, weekend yeah. or a multiple day trip to Omaha for the Razorbacks. Although it was always awesome. Uh, probably not in cards. Gotcha. That's right. You do have your uh, your your big Chicago trip coming up. Yeah, and uh, Rage Against the Machine I've been teasing, which means yeah. currently the tour is not going to get delayed uh, <laughs> or postponed for six more months or whatever it needs to be. It appears all systems are a go, so uh, I can't wait. I'm very excited. It's the first show from Rage Against the Machine in like 12 years, uh, Yeah, I think. I think. So I'm going to be there, be square. It's going to be fair. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yes, I mean, that is pretty fantastic. Um you know, speaking of shows, you, uh, I mean, shoot, we're just going to get right into it. Yeah, let's um, get into it. Let's go. Yeah, we're going to get into it. You went to a show this week. Tell me about it. Yeah, Tech Nine. Uh, Tech Nine. Nine. Day. Tech Nine. Yep. And uh, Joey Cool and uh, X-Rated, I think, was the other one. Yeah, man. Uh, our our uh, correspondent, good friend of the show, Rock Lahomey partner, Trey, went with me. Um well, it was a good time, man. I loved it. Uh, it was at JJ's Live here in Fayetteville, which was great because we didn't have to leave town. Thank the Lord. Uh, right. my, my first concert of the year in town, I think. I'm trying to think through that. But I think no, that's the You went to Garth. You went to Garth. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, I went to Garth. And it's, I mean, it's pretty awesome going to a show and getting home by 1030 or 1045. It's pretty fantastic. But the show itself, man, Tech Nine was great. Um, I love rap shows where it's just the rapper on stage doing his thing. Yeah. I don't need the entourage. I don't need a whole bunch of people standing on stage. I don't need other people spitting into a mic every third or fourth word. Um, and I, I'm starting to find that more and more rap shows are like that. It's, I think it's been a while at this point um, to where it's, you know, I'm trying to think of the last time I went to a show. I, I think it was like Nelly, like w- way back in the day, like way back in the day when he, when he had his St. Lunatics with him. Um, and it was just too too many people on stage where it's like, who the hell is rapping? Why are so many people talking at one time? Um, but yeah, man, he he, he crushed it. He, he was great. Uh, I, I was definitely uh, intrigued by what the audience was going to be because, again, I don't think he's been there in the 12 years I've lived here. Um, and, you know, there was space. There was space. And the tickets were affordable, man. Uh, Trey and I got the, um, the pit tickets, which is in front of the stage, for $45 plus fees. And the yeah. GA tickets were $25, which is awesome in 2022. Uh, but there was plenty of room in the back. Uh, so you could have you could have spaced out, had a good time by yourself. It's, a, it's amazing. I, I'm amazed how big that place is. I just It was hard to tell when I went. Everything was assholes together. But with, with this one being extra room, JJ's live, man, that, that place is a big venue. 
It's got lots of space. Um, I really enjoyed it. Tech Nine did his thing um, at, at, since you saw him earlier this year. He played yeah. for a little over 90 minutes. He doesn't play a lot of full songs. Uh, he does a lot of snippets. Um, he takes a lot of requests from the crowd. Uh, there's a lot of boobs, a lot of boobs yep. flying around. Uh, I enjoy that. I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> I thought it was great. He played about, uh, what, I'd say 15 seconds of Areola. 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 And then I, th- I think he played maybe 30 to 45 seconds of titties. And, it, you know, it works. Girls with yeah. off their boobies and show them to the world, uh, despite all the cell phone cameras that are out and prevalent today, uh, to put you on the internet instantly. But uh, that's neither here nor there. I thank them for doing that. And serving our country well with those breasticles um yeah we had a good time um yeah, the opening acts i yeah the one act i got to see the full set from was mayday it was fine nothing special uh they have a percussionist and it's two rappers um you know they they did a good job of warming up the crowd but there was nothing that really stood out to me or made me think i need to go home and listen to some mayday um, we got there at the end of the set by x-rated i feel like his name is x-rated but i could be wrong um and he was very sweaty that's all i really recall um, <laughs> he was he was just sweating a lot um but the crowd was energetic uh, again for someone who hasn't been in the Fayetteville region um since i've lived here i, I thought it was a pretty decent crowd on a what a wednesday night yeah, um, they were singing all the lyrics to the songs. Uh, everybody's having a good time, and you know, I just love the live music, man. I, I love people watching. I had just good a time as watching Tech Nine do his thing on stage as I did just watching the people around doing their own thing. So, man, I if I could go to a show every night, I would. But it, it right. is what it is. Um, I just I just love it. it. Puts me in a whole different mood. Changes my entire week. You know, obviously the week before that was pretty shitty with the COVID stuff happening around yeah. the house. But yeah. Um, Everybody's healthy. Uh, we're, I mean, we're getting there. Pearl and I have been good for well over a week now. Uh, we think, you know, baby boy Elliot and and mom have have some things have kind of lingered here and there. Elliot was really struggling with the nighttime sleep, but I think that's kind of dissipated over the last three or four <clears> nights. So I think he's getting better there, and uh, you know, they're they're going back to school tomorrow for the first time since COVID hit, and Eric is going back to work for the first time tomorrow. So. Well, hopefully, officially, uh, officially hopefully tomorrow, tomorrow everything's day. Yeah, officially everything is back to normal tomorrow. Right. So, I mean, what did you think of uh, Tex Energy on stage? Well, man, he, I mean, I wouldn't really, he didn't really have a lot of energy on stage. Um, he does a good job of interacting with the crowd, uh-huh. but with it just being him, there's, I mean, he just, he's just doing his rap thing. Uh, right. I mean, well, I mean, the uh, fact of the matter is, I mean, the guy doesn't stand still at all during the show. No, he moves around a lot. He goes from back to forth. He does some pretty cool dance moves that I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, but when it's just you and there's nobody else to interact with on the stage, he's just interacting with the crowd and he's very, he comes across as very humble. Um, he thanks the crowd over and over again. Um, he tells everybody how much he loves them and he, he, he's good at giving stories. I yeah. just didn't, you know, I, I would, I, to me, it's the music that really rubs off on the crowd instead of anything that tech nine is doing. But I think tech nine does a good job of keeping every, all the vibes positive uh, to where it's, it's a fun night for everyone involved uh, because he, I mean, he does, 
he looks all over the crowd as, as the show goes on. So he's pointing at people at top. He's pointing at certain things he's seen right in front of him. He's pointing at people in the back. He's pointing at people over in the sides, especially when the boobs come flying. You can see the boobs from miles away. He's got a boob radar going on there uh, to help out with the people. And when he sees a good pair of boobs, he makes them show it. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I have no complaints. Uh, it was... You know, the last time we, and I always forget my Rucklahoma years, you were at the Tech Nine show at Rucklahoma, right? Yes. 2000. Okay. When was the last year we went? Me, you, Trey, Jason, and Michael. Um, uh, so it would have been right before 18, COVID. 18, I think. 18, yeah, 2018. No, 2019. No, okay. 17. 2017. <laughs> I, I didn't go in 2018. Surely it wasn't 2017. No, I don't think. Uh, no, it could. It had to been 2019, right? Now we have to look it up. Now we yeah, have to. That's, look what, it that's up. what I'm looking up right now. I, I think it was 2019. But but the purpose of me saying that was, um, I think I enjoyed this yeah, show. It, it was probably it was... because of the. It was probably probably because of the intimate uh, club show. I enjoyed this show more than I enjoyed his Oklahoma show. Yeah. It was 2019. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, you know, again, uh, it was just him. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've talked about it before. I even contemplated coming down there on Wednesday. Yeah, sure um, I, mean, I had full approval. I mean, the warden said, yes. That's good. Go ahead and go. But I was like, not mentally prepared to make a nine-hour drive. Yeah, that's tough. It is tough so, to do that. Unfortunately, so, yeah. on, on setlist.fm, and we're not getting a lot of setlist for Tech Nine shows. No, no, there's not. And there's I definitely not. couldn't keep up with it. I, I, I was, I prepared myself listening to the Tech Nine 2022 set list that is out there on Spotify to listen to, and uh-huh. he he played a majority of the songs. Um, he played what were the three snippets I sent you? He sent he played you those three he songs back to back to back, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Tech uh, Einstein Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that song. That's my favorite mm-hmm. Tech Nine song. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Evil Heart, Angel Mind, or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the third one was. Yeah, there was one. There's one other. Uh, those are probably my three favorite ones. He played them back to back to back. Um, then he played his drinking alcohol song. I was disappointed that nobody was selling the Tech Nine drink. Um, oh, they weren't selling. The they weren't doing the Caribou Lou. No, there was. It was not being advertised as being sold. Um, unfortunately, so. Have you ever had Caribou Lou? I don't think so. I, I'm going to say no on that. So I was. I, I mean, was kind of, I went there with the anticipation that I could try it. I mean, Bacardi 151. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had 151 rum. Oh come on! We used to take shots of that all the time. Bacardi. Yeah, Bacardi 151. When would we have taken a shot of that? Oh, this would have been years ago. Probably when you were living with me, Ugh. when we would go out, DG would constantly do Bacardi 151. Hey, did you know this says uh, Bacardi 151 rum was discontinued in 2016? No, really? That's what it says right here. Huh. There you go. <laughs> that's that's why oh, it's not why, available. That's why. <laughs> there it is. Now I want to know what people are doing since, you know. What are the ingredients of a caribou blue? Yeah, one ounce of one fifty one, one ounce of coconut, four ounce of pineapple. 
says, because of its high alcohol content, Bacardi 151 was particularly flammable among liquors. For this reason, it was often used as the ignition source for flaming shots and even for at-home pyrotechnic stunts. I mean, that just, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, it's, they say it's not even really all that good. I'm looking at an article right now. Simple rum and pineapple-based cocktail that was popularized by Tech Nine's 2006 single. Uh, most common old perfume. Bacardi wants to be one, but you can use any brand. The same goes for Malibu rum, which even though it's mentioned in the song, isn't all that great. Cruzan <laughs> uh, coconut rum or even Parabay coconut rum are better options if you got them. Well, we'll have to try that next time. So I was... Uh... I, I kept forgetting. So COVID, I did have a loss of taste and a loss of smell. Oh, um, okay. And so my first drink was I had a Tito's and a club, uh, and Tito's and soda, and it was disgusting. I couldn't even finish the drink. It was so bad. And it cost me $9, but I threw yeah. it away. And then like later on, I was like, oh, it, it was probably bad because I had no taste. <laughs> <laughs> I was having I was having a hard time getting used to that that I just had no taste like uh I was trying to smell apple cider vinegar every single day uh, to see if my smell had come back it, it did finally come back like uh the last three or four days I could smell yeah. poop and apple cider vinegar again so that's exciting <laughs> well those are the two smells that you need to smell yeah those are the two smells that I really want in my life so right good. Well, I'm glad that you had a good time. So then, uh, what's is is Chicago your next your next concert? Yeah, so there's a few shows happening this week. So Ario Speedwagon and Sticks is in town tomorrow with Loverboy, uh, right opening act at the Amp. Uh, I'm not going to go. I had bought some Groupon tickets, but I ended up selling them to a coworker. Trey, our correspondent, will be going. I'm sure we'll get a review from him. Uh, and then, as you know, I was certainly flirting with the Warrant Skid Row Quiet Riot show. Yeah, uh, that's happening in Lant, Missouri on Saturday. Um, I've I've basically decided not to go. I think I'm just going to wait for Chicago. I think you know the gas being four dollars and sixty cents. I don't really want to travel to too many concerts anymore. So if I have yeah. choices at this point, I'm just going to stay in town. Uh, although my schedule is pretty much full, um, but I, I just don't want to pay four dollars and sixty cents a gallon to go see, you know, Skid Row and Warrant without Jamie Lane and Sebastian Bach. Right. I mean, yeah, that seems kind of a, a excessive cost. I mean, you know, unfortunately, I have to travel hours to see shows, except for the one show that's going to be here in Kearney. Um, I got to go to Omaha, which you know, 150 miles, you know, granted, I got a car that has good gas mileage, so I'm not worried about it. But yeah, I mean, I get it. So you're going to you're going to see two shows in Chicago, though, right? Yeah, back to back. Stadium tour yeah. on Friday night, Rage Against Machine on Saturday. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I'm excited. So I'm pumped. So that's that's my next one. Def, Def Leppard, Motley Crue. I don't know how this tour is going to happen really with COVID. And we'll talk about when we have the news. I don't know how they can have – I think there's six acts on this bill. Uh-huh. I don't know how they can have six acts on a bill and really think that nobody's going to get COVID in that time to where they're not just completely having to fuck over this. I, I just don't know how that's going to work logistically. I'll be interested to see what they what they – kind of playing and do not to mention they're also all all old which impacts the covid people even more <laughs> you know right uh the, i mean we're talking about a bunch of dudes and in, in joan jet in their 60s and above so i don't know it'll, it'll be interesting to see i think that's like i think that tour starts here in the next 10 days yeah it does i think it starts in atlanta or something like that so 
Um, I saw a, a brief headline that said that Nikki Six said they were ready to go. Yeah, I've been kind of paying attention to to Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Nikki Six been tweeting a lot about it. And Def Leppard's they're getting excitement out, and Poison and CC Deville have been. Yeah, June sixteenth. Uh, that's this week. Yeah, in four days yep, yep. in Atlanta. You are correct. So I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, Chicago is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, the eleventh show of the tour. So hopefully the wheels do not fall off by July eighth. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how Vince um, sounds. Um. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a 50, 50 chance, man. Well, if he's like Paul Stanley, which I think he should be, he should sound perfectly fine. Cause they're using backtracks. That's correct. <laughs> well, speaking of the news, I know you just dropped it. We usually start off with that, but I mean, let's, let's jump right into it. Um, big news this week. Huge news this past this week. week. Huge Absolutely, news. we got uh, we got we we've been waiting patiently for the Rocklahoma yeah. lineup to drop, and they just surprise dropped it on Monday morning at seven fifteen yep. without any warning whatsoever. And after we saw it the lineup, I sucks. think we understood why they why they waited. Yeah, they why they waited. I, I, I mean, look. I don't know what to say about this. Corn, uh, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down. Three fine headliners. We like all three bands. However, Corn yep. and Shine Down were the headliners of the 2019 Rocklahoma. Yep. Five Finger Death Punch was the headliner of the 10th anniversary of Rocklahoma. So you have three bands coming back to headline, a recycled trio uh, of the last five years. And uh, it just kind of, I mean, as everybody knows, for the 15th anniversary, they were teasing. They were going to get somebody. Somebody yeah. was going to come. They're, they're going bigger and better in 2022, 15th anniversary, and they struck out. Yeah, totally. I mean, they're looking at this lineup. I haven't pulled up. Every single band on here, with the exception of Evanescence and Cypress Hill, has played Rocklahoma. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I don't know about I Thank Kills. I Thank Kills is first time. Yeah. So there's three bands in the, there that haven't played out of, God, what they got, 30? Yeah. And I mean, that's a point there, too. The lineup is small. Uh, I mean, I keep thinking there should be six bands on the main stage, there should be six bands on the side stage. That's. 36 bands. And when you look at this lineup, I can't find 36 bands that are going to play both the main stage and the side stage. No. Maybe we, we got 30. 30. Um, which would put, I mean, it's just a really small lineup for three days. Uh, I say this often. DWP has approximately 95 bands playing over their four days. Another lineup we're going to talk about here in a moment, after Rocklahoma, they have 180 bands playing over four days. Yeah, uh, for Blue Ridge Festival. Um, and, of course, that means shorter sets. But, you know, uh, for festivals, I think, you know, so it, you, you, you kind of you do want quantity and quality. And I think DWP, that's what DWP brings you. And um, Rock Home didn't bring not, it. 
No, they didn't bring it. So the full lineup, Corn, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, Evanescence, as you said, their first time. I've been begging for them to be on the lineup for the last six years. I'm glad they're finally on there. Megadeth, Seether, like their eighth time to be there. Three Days Grace, yeah. Cypress Hill, Jelly Roll making their second year in a row in this moment, who's been there probably four or five times. Skillet, probably fourth or fifth time. Under Oath, we've seen before. I, I see yeah. Kills, Motionless and Wise. Uh, White performed last year. Uh, Black Veil Brides, The Who performed last year. Uh, Nothing More, Bad Wolves, uh, Bad Omens, Palais Royale, Dorothy, Suicidal Tendencies, way down on the lineup. Uh, yeah. Lit, uh, You Make Me Come. You Make Me Complete. You Make Me Completely Miserable. I have no idea what Lit's been doing over the last 20 years, but they'll be at Rocklahoma. Uh, there's a band called Sleep Token, who uh, I saw some other websites. Uh, they're pretty excited about Sleep Token. I don't know anything about them, but they're a collective that dedicates uh, their music to their god's sleep. Uh, who knows? Fire from oh. the Gods, uh, Quiet Riot, Came by Nod. Uh, this is a band that is fronted by Cody Myers, who's a huge, no, Cody Jinks, uh, who's a huge country music musician. He's playing uh, the Born and Raised Festival uh, the following two weeks later, but he also has a hard rock band, apparently. Uh, Doro, Dana Denazia, Dropout Kings, uh, who will be at Ladder Than Life, John Harvey, Van Halen, which I'm guessing yeah. is surely a Van Halen tribute band, uh, Nuff's Enough, and then a whole bunch of basically local bands uh, that will be yeah. playing on the uh, the tent. So that's the lineup. I would say I'd give it a D minus. That might be generous. I'll give it a D minus. Yeah, that's, that's generous. Not only that, but they raised their prices. They raised the prices. They uh, they're no longer with. I'm trying to think of who the uh, the ticket agency was with. Um, but they changed ticket agencies. They're now on under access um, front gate. They they've been doing front gate tickets, and now they're over. On, they're an access festival now instead of front gate. Uh, to get the four pack general admission for three days is basically two hundred dollars a person now, which. Yeah. Oof. That's rough. Yeah, $200 for that lineup is... Uh, That's is, rough. That is nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said right at the start, I'm glad that we um, made the decision to check something else out. Um, I would have been pretty underwhelmed, and it could have been a good chance that I would have said, okay, sell my ticket because yeah. I'm not driving all that way for this. Yeah, I mean, they forced our hand. I mean... We we knew even going into last year that it was probably time to to change it up because there's no reason to have faith. I don't know why we waited until June sixth to get this lineup. This is a lineup yeah. that should have been dropped two months ago because as we've talked about, this corn and evanescence tour, uh this shine down and jelly roll tour, and this five finger death punch and megadeth tour have all been announced for weeks now. Weeks. And so when you have the three headliners booked like what are you waiting for to announce the lineup i just i don't know the answer to that so they now have june july and august to sell tickets i i, I don't have i i just don't know how they're going to get like more than fifteen thousand day uh people here i think it's going to be a lowly attended festival because not only that you think you look at and i don't know all the schedule for oklahoma in september uh but fans have long known that iron maiden's playing in tulsa in september They've long yeah. known that Pearl Jam's playing Oklahoma City in September. Uh, White Snake and Scorpions have an arena show in September. So now, you're, I mean, 
when you wait until June to announce a lineup that's happening in the first week of September, you've just allowed all these tours to be announced. And this includes Shinedown is going to be in Kansas City that weekend. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch is going to be in Texas the days leading up to Rockaholma. I think Corn and Evanescence have – I can't remember where they're going to be around that same time. But, again, these tours have been announced. So it's just like where are the people going to travel from to see this show? Because it's not something right. – that you're going to drive more than like three or four hours to, to attend in the first place. I just, well, I will have the festivals their... to survive, but yeah, I just don't think this is their best year. It's not a good year no. for them. No, it's not. I mean, it's easily in all the years that I've paid attention to this. So since 2015, my first year going, maybe 2014, you know, this is by far the worst lineup that I've ever seen. Out of, out of this festival. Yeah, and where's Mudvayne? Like, yeah. how do you how do you not get Mudvayne on the bill? Yeah. I where's Down at? Why why not Down? I mean, Down's in the area. Yeah, I just. I mean, you had Phil and Phil and the Illegals. Yeah, last year. You know, well, they were supposed to be there last year. Supposed to be there. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yep, very much so. Well, let's talk about the huge, huge Blue Ridge Festival. Yeah, Blue Ridge is a crazy festival. Um, again, we're talking 185 bands, something like that. It's it's yeah. four days, but they have a fifth day for um, campgrounds people, uh, which is, you know, and their, their campground festivals, their lineup, it's, it's pretty funny. As soon as I get to it, I'll let you know about it. Um, and every time I try to look at the lineup on their Blue Ridge uh, uh, Festival's website now, you never get the full lineup. But, I mean, you, you can talk about this lineup in a number of different ways because it's freaking crazy. Uh, first off, they did the same thing this year. I, I, I want to point out, last year they were promoting this headliner who's going to be the full headliner of the entire bill all the way up until – and in the, the day, day of the full announcement that we're going to make, the headliner dropped off the bill. So fast forward to this year, the same exact thing. So they're unveiling like one to two bands a day. Well, uh, Slipknot was announced about a month ago, but there was somebody headlining over Slipknot. And so they were going down to the full announcement on Wednesday, and the, the headliner drops out the day that they're going to announce the full lineup. To me, it's pretty fishy, pretty suspect. I don't know what's going on with these guys. Uh, they, they said it was going to be a band, uh, a reunion 20 years in the making. And I have racked my brain trying to figure out who that could possibly be. And I have zero answers. <laughs> like I, yeah. have, I have no freaking clue who that would be hinting at that would headline over Slipknot and Disturbed and Ghost were the three main headliners. No clue. I have no clue. No guesses. No ideas. Oh, let's see. Let me think. Creed. Oh, shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm, um, just, I'm just trying to think of bands. Creed. Um, <laughs> I mean, who? Who would it be? You have a... Do you have a Phil and Rex Brown Pantera reunion? You can't put that at the top of a lineup. I mean, because you don't have you don't have you two don't have of the or Paul. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who you would have then. I really don't. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't, nothing, not, I mean, nobody. Rage Against Machines out there touring. Uh, no. System of Down is not a reunion at this point. They're still a band. No. Um, yeah, I have no clue. Anyway, so let's get to the lineup. Uh, Slipknot, Disturbed, Ghost, and their fourth headliner is Mudvayne. Um, I think Mudvayne should have been on Rock, Oklahoma. To see them at Blue Ridge the following weekend is really disappointing. Mudvayne's yep. not really a headliner because they are opening up for Rob Zombie uh, on their summer tour, so it's tough for me to call them a headliner, but I think that it excites fans. Uh, your boy Ice Cube. Fuck uh, yeah. Yeah, Three Doors Down gets the sixth billing, uh, which is crazy to me because they should. Yeah, because they're playing, they're playing the uh, Madison County Ferry here in Nebraska. There you uh, go. Yeah, I so. don't. Yeah, three years down is not six billing in 2022. Uh, a nope. day to remember: Hellstorm, Lamb of God, Alice Cooper, Tenacious D, Falling in Reverse, Hyperville, Stone Temple Pilots, Either, Gojira, Under Oath, Newfound Glory, 20th Anniversary of Sticks and Stones, Pennywise, Skillet, Anthrax, 40th Anniversary Set, Pierce the Veil, Kill Switch Engage, Hollywood Undead, In This Moment, Motionless and White, Nice Ninth Kills, Daughtry, Jelly Roll Down. Uh, again, not at Rocklahoma. A week later, they're at the Blue Ridge. Nelly is the club experience headliner. Saliva uh, reunion set with Josie Scott, which everybody is clamoring for. Uh, nothing more. Theory of a Dead Man. Seven Dust performing animosity. Wage War. Pop Evil. Bad Flower. Knock Loose. Candlebox. Star Set. A special nighttime full production set, whatever that means. Black Veil Brides. Thrice. Sleeping with Sirens. Insane Clown Posse. In Flames, Gwar, God Forbid, a reunion show, Apocalyptica, Spirit Box, Grandson, Fever 333, Puddle of Mud, the Amity Affliction, We Came as Romans, Bad Foot Wolves, the very first uh, act they announced, Kitty, a reunion show, Hate Breed, uh, Queensryche, a Shadows Fall, a reunion show. So now I'm going to skip around and see what else is on here. Uh, Baronis, Buckcherry, and a Hoobastank. Back. Oh, Buckcherry, Hoobastank, and Hinder all in a row right there. Mike, what do you think about that? Oh, fucking that? shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking, that's, that's money. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Sierra 936, Demon Hunter, first Virginia show in nine years for them, Saving Abel, featuring the return of original singer Jared Weeks. Everybody's looking for that one. Uh, Nonpoint, my boys in Nonpoint, Lacuna Coil. John Five, The Union Underground, a reunion show. Mushroom Head, only U.S. performance in 2022 outside of Ohio. That's a wordy way to yeah. talk about Mushroom Head. Power Man 5000, Alien Ant Farm, Lacey Stern, former lead singer of Flyleaf. Uh, let's see, Cold, uh, Bleeding Through, The Acacia String, The Boys in Crazy Town, Municipal Waste. Woo! I mean, I can't even get down. I'm trying to get down to head PE. Unearth, Darkest Hour, Norma Jean, Smile, Empty Soul, Crowbar, Otherwise, Twisted, Jarris Johnson. He's way down on the line. He's way, he's far. The disrespect. The disrespect. Uh, my boys in Project 86, one of their final shows. Uh, I used to love some Project 86. Um, let's see here. Good Lord, it's just stupid. Here they are, Head P.E. Um, I can't recall the last time Head P.E. did an American Rock Festival. So good for them to be on the bill. Um, I'm going to stop there, I think. Um, it's just a crazy, stupid festival lineup. But it would be a ton of fun. They're sleep token way down there. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun if they can handle the logistics of what this is going to be. Right. 
so you were talking about daily lineups. So um, they do have the daily lineups posted. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday night, check this out. Puddle of Mud, mm-hmm. Alien Ant Farm, mm-hmm. Cold, and Crazy Town. I mean, that's, that's a fun night right there. Then there's three <laughs> other bands. Burden of the Sky, King yeah. of the Country, and Night's Villain. Yeah, I but, just can't imagine. Come on, seeing that Wednesday night—that's crazy. That oh. Wednesday night lineup is fucking fantastic. <laughs> I mean, why? Why would you do that? I don't know, man. I don't know I mean, what what the thought is on that. I just, I just named. Why not? Pain, why not? Pain happened to walk in, and as I was naming those off, and he's got this look on his face, like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I feel like Ted <laughs> Pe should be on Wednesday night. Puddle of Mud, Alien Ant Farm, Cold, and Crazy Town. That's fun. Yeah. That's that's crazy. So, yeah. Um, let's see. The Thursday lineup. Let's see who's headlining. Ghost. Ghost. Exclusive U.S. Festival performs. Ghost and Ice Cube. Stone uh-huh. Temple Pilots is on there. Anthrax in this moment. Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll. Hey, Pop then, Evil. Yeah, Pop Evil. Spirit Wonders. Uh, Mudbang. Mudvayne, a day to remember. Hellstorm, Alice Cooper, Gojira, and Under Oath are your in down. And Seven Dust, that's a pretty awesome Friday night. Yeah. That's really good. And Sin Clown Posse. (laughs) Can't imagine it's in Clown. What are they going to do? Not in Tenacious D Saturday. Interesting pairing. Yeah, indeed. I'm trying to look at this stuff. I'm like, I don't really see a lot of metal with Slipknot. Um, I mean, Pennywise, Skill, and Pierce the Veil is your line two. I mean, that's a deep fall off <laughs> from uh-huh. Slipknot. That's a, that's a pretty far fall off. Uh, Motionless and White, I think they've toured with Slipknot previously. Thrice, I'd love to see some Thrice. I was hoping they were going to be on the uh, Louder Than Life. Queensryche is out there on Saturday. Mushroom Head's playing the same day as Slipknot. That's interesting. Wow, that is interesting. They have, they, they, have they officially buried that beast? I think they have. I mean, surely by now. You would think so. Yeah, I would think that's all over with. Corey's moved on to better beefs. Well, yeah, with CZK. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then Sunday wraps up with Disturbed, Three Doors Down, Lamb of God, Seether. Newfound Glory, Kill Switch Engage, Hollywood Undead, Wage huh. War, Knock Loose. Knock Loose announced uh, a new tour with uh, Suicide Boys playing in Lincoln. Yeah, yep, I saw that. Um, yeah, I don't. I never heard of Suicide Boys, but um, my kids seemed pretty excited about that. I would think so. I, I would think that's a show for the youngins. What is it? Is it rap? That, yeah, they're rap. Uh, I think surely Douglas uh, in the five minutes of hip hop will have an update on Suicide Boys tour dates. I would think. Okay, I never heard of, but yeah, that's an interesting pairing with Knock Loose. Yeah, and Code Orange is out there as well, and I think there's one show with Turnstile. Uh, so they're definitely going some doing some genre bending uh, for wow. the tour, which I appreciate. I don't, I oh yeah, yeah, don't I mean, that's, that a, at all. that's cool. I mean, if you think about it, I mean. Those those are neat tours, you know. You kind of it's an interesting mix with the crowd um, mm-hmm. to see that type of thing. So yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it as well. I don't. I've never heard any of their music, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any Suicide Boys. So oh. that's the Blue Ridge. It's uh, head and shoulders above what Rock Oklahoma's bringing the week before. 
Um, oh, yeah. But I will say the logistics of Rucklehome are really simple. Uh, there's really not more of an easy going experience for a festival that Rucklehome will bring to you. Um, that's, that's why there's a little concern with Louder and Life because we just know how easy uh, Rucklehome is on everything else yeah. except their lineup. But um, I just, I, I, I stare at the Louder and Life lineup every single day and I can't believe, I still can't believe how deep stacked. it is. Yeah, yeah. Stacked. I mean, it's stacked. It's, it's the 96 bowls. Mm. So, I mean, it's it's nice. I dig it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm ready yeah. to go. Yep, Let's yep, do yep. this. We should mention our our our, our uh, five minutes of hip hop um, correspondent Douglas is sitting outside the Jack White concert tonight in Lincoln. Yes, he is. Uh, he is jamming out. He is um, enjoying himself. I imagine. Um, smart move on his part because mm-hmm. it sounds like he can hear it pretty good. So, sounds very good. Yeah. You know, for to sit in the parking lot and witness the show for free. Yeah. I mean, nothing like that. Do it to it. Do it to it. Um, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of theatrics with the Jack White show. Um, so, just, I mean, just going to rock not, and roll. Just going to rock and roll, which obviously there's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, but you can sit in your car and save yourself. You know, I don't know how much ticket prices were, but. I'd say 50 bucks at least. So good for him. Um, we'll be interested to hear his take on that along with uh, the news. So right on. What other news you got going on? Yeah, there's a lot of news. I mean, we're pretty far into the show already, so I'm just going to right. run through this. Uh, Limb of God announced a new album, a single, yeah. and a tour. Um, I haven't heard the new single yet. A tour is with Killswitch Engage and a lot of other cool bands uh, making sporadic uh, dates on there, like show or two not really coming anywhere around me except we are going to go see this tour um at louder than life speaking of yep. which on friday night with slipknot so i'm trying to see if kill switch engage was also on that i don't see them on the friday night uh date i don't see any of the other openers on the friday night date so it's just lamb of god uh but i'm excited to see that tour um and here's some new lamb of god album that's great hellstorm they're basically shine down uh, they just announced tour dates. It seems like every other month we get new Hailstorm tour dates out there. Yep. Uh, so they announced a tour with the the warning in New Year's Day. Uh, Hailstorm is playing louder than life, everybody, um, on Thursday night. Uh, looks like, I'm trying to see if the warning, New Year's Day is also on that. I feel like the warning is playing, but maybe on a different day. But now that I'm looking at it, I don't see them on the lineup. Yeah, don't either. Oh, no. No, they're there. They're on Sunday. So the warning's playing on Sunday. So Hellstorm, uh, their tour dates, uh, not coming anywhere around here because they've already announced a tour with Pretty Reckless that's playing here at the Amp in August. Uh, the Rage Against Machine tour rehearsal, I've already talked about that. They've shared some pictures and some, some audio, uh, which was awesome. Uh, man, I'm just freaking stoked beyond that so yeah i'm jealous side, yeah kind of a side story here mike uh, obviously you know i wasn't going to tell my wife i was going to this until about two weeks beforehand <laughs> unfortunately right. pearl somehow got on the wife's phone and Uh-oh. found my trip details and shared it with erica oh no yeah so erica was like what is this are you going to chicago and i looked at her and i was like what 
she was like, Pearl just showed me this. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going. So the news is out there that I'm going. So I guess that's over with at this point. I have right. no I I don't know what Pearl did to find this detail on my wife's phone. I have just I have no clue, but I guess yeah. my my daughter is officially a narc, so there we go. <laughs> and and a pretty genius computer hacker. Yeah, whatever. Well, what's going on with that? Uh hey, Ozzy Osbourne's having a major surgery tomorrow. Right. According yeah. to Sharon Osbourne that will I think what well, how'd she word it? Impact or decide it will determine the rest of his life. Determine the rest of his life. Uh, there was no other detail to that no. on what that meant. The, I watched the snippet. Um, it was like on the English version of The View. Um, and she was like, yeah. And so she immediately transitioned from that to Jack Osborne's having a baby. And that their 40th anniversary is coming up on July 1st. And the co-hosts were like, are you going to have a party? And she was like, well, it depends on Ozzy's surgery. And that was basically, that was all we know about the surgery. Yeah. So good luck to Ozzy tomorrow on whatever this surgery is. He's been in really poor health for like five years now. Um, it seems like he's had to postpone tour and, and cancel tour after tour after tour, including um, OzFest, 2000, OzFest, Rock, Oklahoma, uh, 2019 when Corin Down played. Yep. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, Ozzy is going to outlive us all, him and Keith Richards. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to um, – don't have any fear, folks. Ozzy is going to be just fine. It's probably going to come up that it was much minor, more yeah. minor than Sharon. Sharon is kind of a uh, – well, I shouldn't say anything. Drama queen? Yeah, she's a drama queen. It's probably not that huge of a surgery, but we'll find out at some point. Um, in other whatever it is, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Uh, I'll be thinking of Ozzy tomorrow. I'll probably I'll play some Ozzy on the road tomorrow on the <laughs> way to work. We'll get that going. Uh, Taylor Hawkins. We finally get some news on what's going to happen with Taylor Hawkins. Uh, this is pretty big. Uh, they're doing a huge, two huge shows. Taylor Hawkins. Um, what's the word that goes after Taylor? Tribute. The, tribute. Thank you. Uh, one is at Wembley Stadium in London, uh, September like second uh, Labor Day weekend. That's probably where all the bands Rocklahoma wanted to have on the bill will, will be. And the other one is approximately four weeks later at the end of September at the LA Forum in Los Angeles. Um, I, I imagine knowing Dave Grohl, uh, I would think that members of Queen will be at this show. I would yeah. think that Paul McCartney is going to be at these shows. I would think that members of Led Zeppelin will be at these shows. Yeah. Uh, definitely the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, to me, this is going to be a blowout. I think they're going to try to make it like uh, one of the coolest memorial concerts I've seen is the Freddie Mercury tribute concert, which was also at Wembley Stadium way back in like 92 or something like that. It was on MTV. Um, I would expect something like this for the Taylor Hawkins show. Um, Dave Grohl is going to pull out all the stops for this. I have no doubts whatsoever. Well, I, and not only that, but Taylor Hawkins was so loved by so many, you know, members of the of the music mm -hmm. community. You know yeah. that they're going they're going to show out. You know yeah. they're going to be there. So um, it's going to be great. I mean, hopefully, you know, it's something that um, for our own selfish reasons will be streamed, mm -hmm. um, and you know that we can be able to see that. Um, Obviously, we're not going to Wembley. No, I'm not flying to LA. No, so you know, 
hopefully we get to see that, you know, and it'll, uh, it'll be, um, it'll be nice. Yeah. I think it'll be really cool. I mean, obviously I talked pretty glowingly about, uh, the Lincoln park, uh, show yeah, tribute that, that they did one. for Chester. That was amazing. Uh, the Chris Cornell dragged in some parts. It was like four and a half to five hours long. Um, yeah. but it was also really cool to watch. I, I think this will be the same way. Um, I have no doubts. I, I hope it's on a really good streaming service. I think, I just think with Dave Grohl's connections and Dave Grohl being Dave Grohl, he's, this is going to be top of the line. I would love for it to be on MTV one time. Come on, get back on MTV. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, uh, no. Probably not. Probably no, not. there's no, there's no team moms involved. Yeah. So uh, outside of that, uh, Dirty Honey and Dorothy announced a tour this week. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, hitting up Fort Smith, hitting up Lincoln at the Bourbon Theater again. Uh, this yep. is all in in route to Louder Than Life. Uh, just to keep bringing up Louder Than Life, uh, Dirty Honey and Dorothy. Uh, Dirty Honey is playing on Sunday. Where is Dorothy at? She is playing somewhere, maybe. Yep, she's playing on Thursday. So that's happening. Uh, I also have here on the Suicide Boys tour with Knock Loose and Clued Orange. Just sitting up Lincoln, but really nothing around my area. Uh, Maynard, uh, Maynard announced that he's he's got covered for the fourth time. Interesting thing about this, though, they didn't postpone or cancel any dates, so it yeah. makes me believe that Tool were playing rain or shine basically when it came to COVID. Um, he said that he got COVID while on the European tour. As far as I know, there were no shows postponed, which makes me think that. Maynard was up there on stage with COVID. Um, and even looking at his comments regarding the fact that he got it for the fourth time, he's basically saying, we we just got to move on. We got to live with COVID. It is what it is at this point. Here it is. Right. But can we, can, can bands do that? Because I feel like insurance says, no, you can't do it. Or venues say, no, you can't do it. Or well, governments or regulations says, no, you can't do that. If, Maynard or any member of the band being socially distanced, you know, it's not like they're close to the general public. Yeah, but see, we talked about this with Pearl Jam. On stage, they are socially distanced, but there's a whole lot that happens with a band between getting on stage each night because they are around surely dozens of people. Like how would a band and its members be socially distanced with all the travel that they do? I mean, I think it'd be easy for somebody like Maynard who doesn't have to be around any techs. You know, it's not like you have to have a drum tech there or a guitar tech or, you know, anybody like that. You know, being the front man. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But, I mean, I think it'd be very easy for him to be the last one on stage, which he generally is, and the first one off. Yeah, it's interesting, man. Because they, they go to hotels, they're, they're traveling in buses or um, something. That's do, you think those, do you think those guys share buses? No, I don't think they share buses with each other, but they're sharing buses with other people. I don't think Maynard travels alone on a bus. I would imagine there's other people on the bus with them. That's family? I would, I would think. I mean, his wife. Awesome. Maybe. 
Or I don't know. I mean, we driver. don't know. I mean, we know, that's, that's the we know for sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's the uh, the story. Tools European Tour um, was April 23rd through May 24th. Keenan got what he fictitiously, I think is the word, fictitious, I don't know what that word is, referred to as the European flavored strain of the infectious disease that is caused by the SARS virus. He said it was a flu, it's done. Uh, he said of the fourth experience. It's not something that appears to have taken him by surprise at all. As he further commented, I mean, when you're in a room full of thousands of people, it's being passed around. You get into a tube and you fly 10 hours in a contained environment, we're going to get it. If somebody has it and you're going to get it, you can get it. That's just the nature of what it is now. We need to embrace that and stop freaking the fuck out. Huh. Yeah. How do you feel about that statement? Well, it's it's interesting. Uh, Having because, gone through it. I mean, I it's it, well, it's, so it's interesting to me because it appears they're the only bit out there who doesn't postpone or cancel shows based off of COVID. Pearl Jam canceled and postponed shows on COVID. It sounds, I mean, again, it sounds to me like Maynard is like, eh, I got it, but we're continuing on. Everything moves forward as is. It's part of, the, it's part of our life now. And I'm just curious if other, I, I don't know any other bands that have that same thought process or doing that same thing. Or maybe can, have that same thought process and not sharing it with the public. Yeah, it's possible as well. Um, you know, we see a lot of rock bands uh, cancel or postpone shows due to COVID. We don't necessarily yeah. see a lot of country acts nope. cancel or postpone shows due to COVID. Oh. And maybe there's something there too, Ron. Interesting but stuff. As far well, as I know, Tool is the first band where a member has come out and said, hey, I got it, but everything goes deal. on. Yeah, big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a way of life. Yeah. Well, that's, in- that's interesting. Well, thankfully, it sounds like it was a mild case and, you know, he didn't have any horrible symptoms as like before he had talked about that he. Yeah, he had long form COVID, kind of like yeah. uh, what uh, David Navarro is going through. Yeah. And they, and Jane's addiction has to continue to postpone and cancel shows to where I'm starting to think this Smashing Pumpkins tour they're on later this year is not going to happen because David Navarro cannot get healthy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What other crazy. what other news is up? What else we got out there? Um, um Rise Against announced they surprised announced a, a release Nowhere Generation Two this past Friday. Did you see that? I did see it. Um I did not have not listened to it. No, I haven't listened to it either. Um, um I don't know much about it. Um mm-hmm. looks like it's five songs. Just an yep. EP. It's an EP. Um, I will be checking it out. I just yeah. haven't really had a whole lot of time. Yeah. Busy so, man you are. Yeah, busy uh, man. Well, you know, you know that's, that's a way of life. It um, is a way of so life. So I, ch- I will be checking it out. Uh, Ugly Kid Joe, Mike. Do you recall Who? Ugly Kid Joe? What I hate about you. Every I hate everything I, about I hate everything I about you, yeah. Can't stand to be around I. Okay. Anyway, they announced a new single and album. (laughs) Go figure. Uh, So it's still Whitfield Crane. And, you know, the drummer from Godsmack was also in Ugly Kid Joe. That's where he got his start. 
yeah i don't know if shannon larkin is a part of this album uh the only person i know for sure is like kid joe they do a lot of european touring they don't do a lot of united states touring we'll see if that changes with this new album that's coming out i believe in september um we'll move on to that i just found that interesting because i i didn't really know that like kid joe was still a band uh whitfield crane was also like the lead singer of life of agony for a little bit i'm trying to think if when we saw life of agony agony Oh, open up for Mudvayne if Whitfield Crane was playing with them at that point, but I can't recall. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I remember them opening. Yeah, they were the first band on the bill. Okay, uh, before American before Head American Head Charge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Um, and then uh, this may be on the hip hop news. So I don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, unfortunately, everybody, uh, Justin Bieber uh, has face paralysis and had to postpone tour dates and i looked up this uh paralysis and it's pretty serious stuff i was thinking it was gonna be bell's palsy because that's what yeah. erica had like a decade ago but it's a little bit more complex than bell's palsy and i don't it's like it's called like ron hunter syndrome or something like that uh it's it comes from a uh like a uh, bacteria from a virus that you have from sickness and um it can be very difficult to get rid of so um justin Bieber prayers out man thoughts hate to see the boy get his face paralyzed when that's a big part of his oh, yeah, that's his money maker yeah. you know um i i have uh, i have issue with you uh referring to justin bieber as hip-hop but no 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 I mean, he's not hip-hop but okay a lot a lot of the uh a lot of his um collaborations are with pretty major hip hop artists. Yeah. So yeah. he's he comes from that world, but no, he is not hip hop. I just and if that, I remember correctly, that Doug uh, has a certain infatuation uh, with Bieber. Doug was on Bieber when Bieber was only just a YouTube sensation. Yeah. So okay. this is going to be huge news, I think, and I, I would expect to hear it in five five minutes of hip hop. We'll see. Uh, he, he may okay. have that. He may have that same difficulty. Does it count as a part of the hip-hop? But I think it will. Maybe he'll give us five minutes of Bieber. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, please, no. <laughs> I don't need five minutes of Bieber. Uh, the, the amount that we've talked about now is enough. It's enough. But it's still, enough. I hate to hear it for him. I hope it gets past Anybody go through stuff like that. So, Except I mean, Chad Kruger from Nickelback. If he gets his face paralyzed, it's okay. Is it though? Uh, no, it's not. I mean, will Nickelback jokes ever get old? Maybe no, they, they will never get old. Yeah, they will never get old. I mean, it's like Creed, Creed jokes and all that yeah. other stuff. I mean, I love them. Agree. Hey, uh, oddly enough, so Demi Lovato brought out a rock album, or what I'm being told is a rock album. She's That's going on tour. She's going on an arena tour. And do you know who who her opening act is? Uh-uh. My girls and dead Sarah. How Shut the front door. Yeah. Have you have you seen Demi Lovato before? No, no, never well, seen Demi Lovato. You go. Golly, yeah. Demi Lovato at a and, rock show and Dead, Dead Sarah. Sarah. That's amazing. And they're playing Dallas in uh, November. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, freaking awesome for Dead Sarah. That's great. That's stupendous. Now I'd rather see Dead Sarah at a club show. Um, oh yeah, on their own. But man. Good for Dead Sarah. That's great. That's that's the first. This is the first really big. They got to open for Slash, which is pretty cool. But this is their first like really big opportunity tour since they got to open up for Muse like a decade ago. So, 
uh, pretty cool stuff from for Dead Sarah. They get to be on, I think they're on like 10 of the dates for Demi Lovato. Um, but they're in my area uh, in November. We'll see what happens. Let's see. They're and playing then, Des Moines. She's playing Des Moines. And yeah, I don't think that Sarah is on that one. Oh. Uh, she has, she has, yeah, she has multiple openers. Dead Sarah is playing like 10 shows in the October, November ten, uh, time range. Hmm. Now I'm looking. Let's see, October 3rd in Denver, Colorado. Never know what you're in for when you're in Denver. No. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, good stuff. Uh, hopefully you could uh, check that out. Yeah, I may be at my 15 allotted shows by then. Oh, no problem. Yeah, we'll see. Probably. Let me see, let me see if I can find it here. They're playing... They're playing uh, 12 dates. They hop on the bill September 23rd in Wheatland, California. Um, also, Charlotte, North Carolina, through November 6th in Irving, Texas, at the pavilion at Toyota Music Factory. There you go. Yeah. Pretty sweet. So they're playing... Yeah, that's really the closest one. Uh, they're playing... Charlotte, Atlanta, Nashville, Tampa, Hollywood, New Orleans, Houston, Irving, and then some shows out west. And then just to end the news section, we're at like an hour long here. Yeah. Uh, our boy, Captain Karen, uh, started okay. his tour this week, Mike, in Austin, wow. Texas. I don't know if you saw any snippets from it, uh, but he nope. rises up from a helicopter uh, to begin the show. And I don't really know what huh. happens other than that. That's um, yeah. Okay. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's this week in news. Fucking machine gun, Kelly. Hey, by the way, uh, I'm disappointed neither one of you, both you and our correspondent Douglas, New Kids on the Block, was in town last night yep. in Lincoln, Nebraska. A uh, former classmate of mine, class of 98. Sex is great. Love is good. Sex is great. We're the class of 98. Yeah. Uh, Tina Suka uh, made the journey to Lincoln, Nebraska last night um, to see New Kids on the Block. She's she's in Des Moines tonight to also see New Kids on the Block. Oh, I, you know what else is in town this week? The Backstreet Boys are in town on the 17th. Huge. Huge. Where are they going to be at? They're playing at the Amp. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, that's the end of news. That. Yeah, I know. Hey, I should, you know, I should definitely go be going through that. If you want to go see Machine Gun Kelly on Thursday, August 4th at the CHI Health Center in Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. you could sit upper deck for 26 bucks. That's pretty good, man. 26 bucks. That's pretty good. Hey, that's – what date did you say that was? August 4th. Okay. I thought you said August 6th. Uh, I do have to say that because I'm no longer going to the Warrant Skid Row Quiet Riot concert, it's possible I can fit in Mudvayne Rob Zombie August oh, yeah. 6th. In Council Bluffs. Yeah. But if the gas is like $5.25 a gallon at that point, maybe not. So to, yeah. be, to be determined. To be determined. I'm sure you won't have a problem getting a ticket. Um, no, that's not going to sell out whatsoever. It's got no chance. But, yes. Um, I will be at that show. Going to be a good time. That's actually the last show that I have a ticket from Mudbing from. I was going to go. Our draft in our fantasy draft in 2009 was in Lincoln and Mudvayne was playing a show with Corn, 
I think also being uh, sponsored by 89.7 The River um, that particular night, I, I just got drunk at the draft and was unable to go to the uh, <laughs> to the Mudvayne show. I had a ticket though, but I didn't I didn't make it. Mudvayne, Corn, and a slew of other bands. Yeah, right on. No other news. That's it. Uh, I was going to talk about Paul Stanley, but we did already touch on it. Oh yeah, well, yeah. At Paul Stanley apparently uses backing tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, came to light when uh, their drummer, who was their drummer? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Tommy Thayer, that's their guitarist. Who yeah. the fuck is their drummer? I don't know. I don't know his name. We'd have to get Michael on for that. Which, which? I'm trying to think. Who was the one that died? Uh, Eric Carr died, I think. So that's Eric Singer. There you go. He's the drummer. I know it was one of the Eric's. Yeah. Oh, by the way, so, 2000, yeah. 2009, just to finish this up, Corn, Bury Your Dead, Burn Halo, After Midnight, Suicide Silence, Mudvayne, Black Label Society, Static X, and Dope. <laughs> that was the show. Huh. That was 2009. That would have been a pretty good one. Yeah, would have been good. I wish I could have gone. Right? Yeah. Dang, All right, so, well, so so Gene, uh, the drummer for Kiss messed up a cue, I think is what they're saying. Yeah. And the the lyrics for the singing for Paul kept going, which to me, this is no surprise whatsoever. The, of course, Gene Simmons has always said that Kiss does not use these tracks, which is the big deal because it's just Gene Simmons lying yet again like he always does. Yeah. What are you doing? You know, he just walked in the room. It is 1030. Pearl? Pearl just walked in the room. Pearl knew that the no judgments here was happening tonight and wanted to get in on the mix. You're supposed to be asleep. Like 30 minutes ago, you went up here. All right, so Pearl's going to join us for the rest of the show. All right. Really got to work on this bedtime situation. Yeah. All right, well, and that's that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. No more news. No more news. All right. Well, that that brings us to. I'm sorry. This. These. I need somebody to save us. <laughs> what does um, that mean? Because the music releases of these, as of late, is just unbelievably sad. <laughs> I mean, it's a sorry state of. I don't. I don't want to say sorry state of rock and roll because I don't want to sit here and, and, you know, play the rock is dead card. But come on, man. Nothing is. These two albums that we've talked about today. Uh, the first one, <laughs> Billy Howardale, uh, mm-hmm. what normal was. If you're not familiar who uh, Billy Howardale is, why don't you tell us who that is? He is the founder and lead singer, or I guess not lead singer, but uh, side singer, um, because Maynard was the lead singer. But he's the he's the dude behind a Perfect Circle. Um, yep. And once Perfect Circle went on a hiatus, he was the uh, the dude from the band Ashes Divide. Yes. Um, so the album, what normal was? 
What did you think about this album? Um, well, I don't think I hated it as much as you do. <laughs> Clearly, uh, what we're saying. Uh, it was. Uh, it's really '80s influenced. Oh, completely. Um, yeah, it sounds like. Uh, some, I was in Depeche Mode. Yeah, th- th- thank you. <laughs> it, it. I mean, that's basically what it sounds like. An homage to Depeche Mode. Yeah. Um, and it's like you know, as as you would say, uh, Depeche Mode is the major league team, and Billy Hollardale would be like the Class A organization. Oh yeah, trying to move up to what it's, the it's, mode it's is. the Omaha, it's the Omaha Storm Tracers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, or the Arkansas. I don't even know what our mascot is. The Naturals, I think that's probably wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's a couple of decent songs, but the first time I listened to it, to it you know, that was the first thing that stuck out was the obvious influence back to the '80s and Depeche Mode. But I just didn't really recognize a difference between any of the songs. Like no, they just no. all kind of blended together and they all yeah. sound like the same thing. There's not really a pace difference. Um, it just it just sounds like a 45 minute track um, where you can't really tell the difference between the end of one song and the beginning of another song. So uh, the second time I listened to it, it was a little bit better. It was a little bit better, um, but it's not it's not great. Um, it's not something that I don't think I could stomach it very often <laughs> yeah it like you said i mean it was just a 45 minute long song um there was a lack of emotion you know i want something to i mean make me feel it mm-hmm. make me feel it give me something you know make me make me laugh make me cry make mm-hmm. me nod my head none of that happened I mean, it was just, I do all of my listening for the most part in the car, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I I very rarely will sit down and listen to a whole album at one time. Um, My attention span doesn't really let me do that. Um, But each time I got in the car, just going back to it, I felt like I was listening to the same song. I had to look at the title. To, to make sure that it wasn't the same one that, that somehow it, it miraculously just didn't start over the same song. It, it, very disappointed. I, I love A Perfect Circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't expect that a solo album or anything like that is going to sound exactly like the band. Um, but this was so far off base. I just... Disappointing. Disappointed. Disappointed. Very, very disappointed. Disappointed. I didn't. I didn't like it yeah. at all. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I, I need something. Somebody's got to do something soon. <laughs> it has been a struggle of a year. It has. Yeah. It has. I mean, you were talking about this. Somebody was brought out a a mid a mid year review of albums that have come out, and I haven't looked at it or haven't even looked back at my notes. But just off the top of my head. What's your, what's your number one album so far this year? I mean, I really don't know because nothing has really stuck with me. Um, I, I do like the Eddie Vedder album, but that's yeah. being really biased on my end. Yeah. Uh, just not hating anything that Pearl Jam uh, related artists do. Um, I mean, other than that, I, I just don't know. Yeah. Mine's, mine is probably Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. You know? I mean, I love that album, um, but 
I mean, then again, I haven't listened to it a ton of times. Yeah, I, I can't say that I've listened to any of the albums this year a ton of times. Huh. Not not like uh, no. Olivia Rodrigo and Royal Blood from last year for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I mean, I'm still listening. I'm still listening to those albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually watched. I finally got to watch the uh, Olivia Rodrigo uh, Disney concert this week, so that was exciting. Yeah, I haven't even watched that yet either. Yeah. Right. So well, no good, no good on this one. No good, no good, no bueno, no bueno, no bueno. And this next one, did you hate good this Lord. next one? I didn't. I just did not like it. Really? I you yeah. know, and it sucks because I like hip hop. I like what they did with this. I like the the rock mixture of it, but for some reason, I just I just felt like. It was just a bunch of fucking yelling. <laughs> You're an old man. I guess so. Get off my yard. Okay. Um, and just um, to make sure we're talking about the Dropout Kings, correct? Yeah, Dropout Kings. I mean, I, I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. You know, it. I didn't. I wasn't as disappointed in this one as I was the Billy Howardale. Well, it's because you had no expectations for this one, right? Basically, because I've never heard, heard of them before. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine with them playing Louder Than Life, I imagine their set is going to be something else. Um, the crowd is probably going to change my view of them because they are going to be hyped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they mean, have, it's, it's, they have, it's going to be. It's going yeah. to be hyped. As we talked about last week, uh, you know, Head PE, they're – Good friends with Head PE, which is kind of strange, but uh, yeah, they did a uh, they did a reimagining of Bartender with Head PE and DJ Lethal, um, oddly enough, and then they have another song. They did a, a a new remix of Glitch Gang, the second song on this particular album with Head PE and Crazy Town and Twisted. Um, so they got that '90s rap metal influence to them, and there's yeah. one song on here. I'm not sure what it is. I think it was Virus, but the singer on this song, I thought it was Chester Bennington at first. He really Chester Bennington influenced vocals, um, and it was a good song. Uh, but, you know, the, the songs are, you know, good energy. I, I think they'll, they'll bring good energy to in concert. I didn't, I didn't hate it as much as you did, but uh, it was, you know, it, when you're trying well, to I mean, re- redo rap metal and – 2022 it's it, it better be real good or you're just yeah you gotta you gotta bring something i mean yeah. and and i just didn't and it could be that a lot of the flows that were on this album were kind of they were heavily influenced by today's hip-hop which i've said before i'm not a fan of today's hip-hop you know Mm -hmm. i couldn't tell you who trippy red is i don't know who um the baby is i don't know who young gun nba dope light is i i don't know any of that stuff Mm -hmm. and i just i and it's because i i can't stand the flow i can't stand this crap i just i don't like it give me a fucking story put it in words that i can understand Mm. You know, I want to be able to understand the lyrics. That's what hip hop is. Give me the fucking lyrics. Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, maybe maybe after listening to this more, I would like it, but I don't know. We'll see. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll find out in September. Now they can go out there and probably put on a, a, a fucking awesome live set, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be sold. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, the Dropout Kings are the greatest thing in the world since Limp Biscuit, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, change my outfit. But I'm not holding my breath. Well, you know, sometimes that happens. Uh, yeah. Sometimes bands have a way of coming across that their album is not able to replicate the same thing. And that's kind of the cool thing about live music sometimes. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So, obviously, you know, these two albums, and, and it seems like the last few albums that we list to are no good. No bueno. <laughs> what are you? What are you? What are you listening to to make up for this? Uh, so I, um, I have so all the concerts I'm going to, I have their set list playlist. That's what I listen to. So this past week to ten days, I was listening to a lot of Tech Nine. Before that, I was listening to a lot of Limp Biscuits. I also have my own playlist that I made called uh, Will Hendrix's Best Twenty Two of Twenty Two which is basically 22 bands. And I took 22 songs from each of those 22 bands for the year 2022. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to that playlist quite a bit, which is just basically my favorite 22 bands out there, which I, at this point, everybody knows who they are. Um, it's a, uh, you know, system of a down. It's uh, Alice in Chains. It's Slipknot. It's Limp Biscuit. It's uh, Deftones. It's Nine Inch Nails. Uh, it's Dead Sir. It's Royal Blood. And, at the end of each month, yeah. I eliminate one band from the list. Huh. So by the end of the year, it's going to be down to like uh, 10 bands. With their It'll be 10 with bands? It won't be 22? It won't be the top 22 of 22 with 22? No, because songs, I'm, I eliminate 484 songs. There you go. Yeah, good job. I eliminate one band a month. Oh, okay. It's like a, it's like a so, so then you so then you whittling it down to ten. I got gotcha. yeah. All right, I, it's like I a follow. it's like a survivor. It's a survivor for me for my playlist. Oh, Texas Texas style deathmatch. Mm-hmm. I dig it. That's a good one. I've been listening to a lot of Whiskey Myers. I don't know why. Hello. Do 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 do. Hmm. Well, folks, it appears that I have lost William. But yeah, just so you know, I've been listening to a lot of Whiskey Myers. Um, don't know why, because I'm not a country fan, really. But for some reason, I dig their music. Um, maybe because there's a little bit of a rock vibe to it, and I really like the singer's voice. So... Yes, I am going to try to connect back with William. Let's get him back on the line. Yeah, sorry about that. I accidentally, instead of, instead of going to Spotify on my laptop, I went to Spotify on my phone. And I think on your phone, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know if you heard me. I've kind of been listening to a lot of uh, Whiskey Myers as of late. Um, as And I, I kind of kept talking just to fill space, um, oh. seeing if you were going to reconnect. I don't know why, because as we both know, I'm not a huge 
uh, country music fan. Uh, Whiskey Myers was just in your neck of the woods, right? In Council yeah, Bluffs. they played. Kind of... Yep, Saturday night last night they played mm-hmm. at West Fair Amphitheater. Um, I thought about going West Fair or uh, the casino Strip Cove. I believe they were playing West Fair. Nice. Uh, because the cool thing about that is that uh, Turnpike Troubadours were on Friday night and Whiskey Myers was on Saturday night, which was an awesome back-to-back night. And yeah. you, you also it was an awesome weekend for music in your area, and you went to none of it. I did. I didn't go to any of it. Hmm. Um, for the see. content. For the content, I know. Um, yeah, I just kind of been. I've been kind of a homebody. I don't really want to drive anywhere. Um, I, I guess I'm just mentally preparing for July and for August. It's going to be a lot of back and forth to Omaha. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then uh, a 13 hour drive to uh, Kentucky mm-hmm. in September. It's going to be um, a good gas price. Well, you know, I, I figured it up and it still is going to be cheaper than flying. <laughs> okay. Not as cheap as it was a month ago, right? But still, you know, um, it's like eight hundred and thirty miles um, for me. You know, and uh, you do the math on that at thirty-five miles a gallon. Thirty-five miles a gallon. Good grief! That's that's what I get roughly in my car. Pretty nice. Yes. Um, Traded in the old pickup. And got me a different vehicle. So, I, I, I we were trying to get uh, our buddy James to go with us, and he has a Tesla. But uh, I don't. Think oh, nice! I don't think that's going to work out. He hasn't shown interest since the Rough Bros concert. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, figuring up uh, when I was looking at flights, I was looking at close to four hundred dollars for a flight, and uh, it's going to save me roughly about one hundred and fifty bucks. Well, there you go. Doing that. Plus okay. the cost of having to rent a car. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that. You're right. Yep. And plus you have to pay for gas for the rental car. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's what I've been kind of listening to. And uh, I think now it's it's about time for the the hottest, newest segment out there. Is he here? Um, uh, no. Okay. Just one second. I didn't know if we were doing that tonight or not. We're doing that another night. Yep, we'll have to we'll have to uh, bring him on. Uh, he is, like I said, currently on location at the Jack White concert. Um, it'll be very interesting to hear his take of that, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when when you hear from us next, it will probably be a brand new day. Okay, sounds good. All right. Do we want to talk about albums for next week, or do you want to wait to do that? <laughs> do you have any options? There's, there is, there is not shit coming out. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it it's poor. It's poor. Looking at Metacritic. Um. Yeah. We can listen to the uh, the EP from uh, your boys and rise against. There we go. We got. We can do that. We can do that. And let's let's just do two of the Louder Than Life Festival bands. Okay, you pick I one. Really, I'll pick one. How about Dorothy? 
Does Dorothy have a new album out? I I think they might. Let's double check. I feel like they did because I was confused the other week when Trey was seeing um, Diamante in concert. Yeah, April 22nd, 2022. Gifts from the Holy Ghost. Okay. Yeah, we can definitely do that. I like some Dorothy. 37 minutes long. All right. So we got The Rise Against... Dorothy New and, EP uh, and Dorothy. And then what else? Let's see here. Hmm. Let's look. Does Dead have a new album out? They're on the bill. Let's see. Dead. Didn't we see Dead? Yeah, we saw Dead at Rocklahoma. I thought so. Dead. They have an album from 2021, School of Thought. We can do yeah, that. Yeah, School of Thought. Yeah, we could do that one. Let's do that. I really liked Misanthrope. I thought that was a good album. And I thought they were pretty yeah. good in concert. They were fun. really good in concert. We, uh, five years we, we enjoyed that. Yeah. So let's listen to right. some School of Thought. School of Thought from Dead, the Dorothy album. And arise against. Sounds then, good. Yeah, and then we'll see what Douglas has for us hip hop because we can't listen to Mount West more because it's well we'll we'll talk about that on five minutes. Yeah, we'll talk about it yeah. five minutes hip hop. All right, cool. All right. Hold tight, folks. We'll be right back with you. All right, later. Later. All right, folks. Welcome back. We are live in person. Not really, but nope. here we go. Five minutes of hip-hop news with Doug. Doug, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Started when you guys are. Oh, we're, we're partying hard. Let's, let's got, roll it. I've got my Coke Zero. I'm ready to go. Hit us. Will, you got the timer going? I am ready to time it. And five, four, three, two. Rolling Stone magazine has done it again, providing the world with more evidence as to why they're absolute morons. Fucking A. Their top 200 rap albums of all time on June 7th. In the top 20, coming in at number 16, they have Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. Certainly an album that can be argued to be in the top 200, but to be actually higher than Dr. Dre's The Chronic at number 40, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style at number 35, Tupac All Eyes on Me at number 29, and the Jay-Z Black Album at number 113, just to name a few, is absolutely preposterous. Further evidence of their moronic thinking is the lack of notable artists like The Game, Vanilla Ice, Marky Mark, <laughs> Sean Puffy Combs, The Snickens, Little Bow Wow, and more. Uh. Rolling Stone, more like rolling dum-dum faces. <laughs> Nick Cannon announced that he's expecting his ninth child. 
As you may recall, in episode 51 of No Judgments Here, a podcast about music, music news, music tour, and more, that Cannon had addressed the possibility of having vasectomy, with baby number eight coming very soon, and now number nine in the oven, Nick might want to consider that sooner than later. Keeping with the theme of children, Post Malone made several revelations on the Howard Stern Show Monday. Post revealed the gender of his new baby to be a girl and that he was engaged to be married. Two things not previously shared. 2022 is turning out to be a... Uh, oh, my computer died. 2022 is turning out to be a monumental year for Malone. A new child, engaged, and he just released his latest album, 12 Carat Toothache on June 3rd. 12 Carat Toothache debuted at number two on the Billboard 200 with over 121,000 total album equivalent units sold in the first week. He's also heading out on a tour with Roddy Rich in support of the album. The 12 Carat Tour is scheduled to begin on September 10th in Nebraska. Omaha. This next bit of hip-hop news has me extremely excited. My boy Cap Gun Karen, formerly known as Machine Gun Kelly, went on the gram today to promote a new project that has been long in the works. Hulu dropped the trailer for Machine Gun Kelly's Life in Pink documentary. The trailer, coming in at 2 minutes and 33 seconds long, shows the documentation of CGK's life from his childhood, the ups and downs of his career, to where we are today. Machine Gun Kelly's Life in Pink doesn't have a release date yet, but it's coming very soon. Buckle up, boys. It's going to be a CGK summer for sure. <laughs> this week's review has... Supposed to be the much-anticipated Mount Westmore album. However, they've only released it on the Metaverse, and as of now, I'm not sure where or what that really is. Hmm. Therefore, Post Malone's new album, 12 Characters, is going to get the nod. After nearly three full years since his last release, Post's fourth studio album, 12 Carat Toothache, is a dark, melodic welcome back. Before the album dropped, I had already album's first two singles cooped up with Roddy Rich and one right now with The Weeknd added to my liked playlist on Spotify. Therefore, going into this album, I was already on board and the expectations were very high. I skimmed through the album the day it came out and much like the last several reviews, I didn't think I was going to be a fan overall. After several more listens, of course, that changed. I don't think there is a single skip song on the entire album. Handouts for me, aside from the first two singles, are I Like You with Doja Cat, I Cannot Be with Gunna, or as Will calls them, Young Gunna, Love Slash Hate Alcohol with Fleet Fox, a song where Post laments bad decisions and consequences of drinking, to Euthanasia, an eerily song about drinking and how it takes away the pain. Post opens up on this album and shares his struggles with his relationships. And uh, 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 I'm sorry, Doug. We've hit the five minutes of hip hop. We appreciate your time. <laughs> Bonus round. Continue on. 
fucking sentences left. <laughs> All right, go ahead, finish it up. <sighs> so rude. Uh, what? Uh, uh, love slash hate letter to alcohol with Fleet Foxes, a song where Post laments bad decision and consequences of drinking to euthanasia, an eerie long song about drinking and how it takes away the pain. Post opens up on this album and shares his struggles with his relationship with alcohol and his love life. It's not always glitter and gold, and Post Malone makes that apparent with 12 Carat Toothache. I found it to be a solid album from start to finish, and I'll be listening again. Over five minutes of hip-hop news and reviews with Doug. Speaking of Post Malone, did you happen to... Speaking of Post Malone, did you happen to see his uh, performance, his cover of Pearl Jam's Black on this turn show? Was it Um, Black, or I thought it was another song? Oh, you're right. Better Man. Yeah, it was Better Man. Huh. Performance. I listened to most of his interview, but ended up doing something where I wasn't able to finish the interview. So I did not hear his two songs, but I know that Howard was a huge fan. And a lot of people that had never heard of Post Malone that listened to the Howard Stern show have been turned on to Post for his candidness and his humbleness during his interview yes i i think post malone is a very likable person uh he yes. is his uh his personality definitely shines through anytime i see him in an er- interview um or when he's just on video he i i i first i first really started liking post malone when him and travis barker did that nirvana set at the beginning of the pandemic yep. um and i can see that he was a pretty cool dude but i i listened to the album mike i don't know if you listened to it i don't i really, i don't really enjoy it i i didn't like too much on it i thought love hate letters to alcohol was really really good it says with fleet foxes i don't really know what fleet foxes did in that particular song maybe they were the band i don't know um but uh i just I, for some reason i just can't get into the post malone music um, I can yeah. honestly say that I, I've never really listened to him. I mean, besides, you know, seeing that Nirvana set that you were talking about and uh, his performance of Better Man. Um, I, yeah, I haven't listened to any of his original stuff, so I don't, I don't really know anything about him. So. Post Malone is definitely an acquired taste. I don't think it belongs in the genre of hip hop. Uh, I think it's more of a pop album i think shit one of the songs uh was folky i mean lemonade song or lemon tree or something comes across kind of a folky song i mean it's i don't know i like i like post malone it's definitely an acquired taste will you be seeing him in omaha probably not no okay he is a massive superstar that is for damn show he sold over 80 million albums. Yeah, that's incredible. Seems Isn't that incredible? It seems really difficult to do. I don't really I would have to I'd have to know what that stat means because he's only well, released every, like three albums. Every X he's got four albums. Every X amount of was an album sell these days. So yeah, I'm not sure. So it's not you know, 81 million album sales today doesn't mean when it did in the 90s. 
Right. No. No. Did you so, guys uh, happen to see the uh, average, what they make per stream, what an artist makes? It's like yes. four cents, right? Eight it's less. I, I thought it was it's eight cents. even less. Uh, a lot of the streaming server. There's a list out there that shows you all the streaming services. It's it's less than a penny for one stream. It's wow. like point zero 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 four cents. Some of them are point zero 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 eight cents. Um, it takes a lot of streams to make money. Hmm. Crazy, That's ridiculous. Um, I don't know what you guys talked about, uh, not in my hip hop news, but I did uh, have the, I've watched the first show from Machine Gun Kelly, uh, excuse me, Cap Gun Karen's tour that he opened up with the Moody Center. And we did, we did talk about it. Yeah, I you, thought, uh, I think it's, I think there's too much cheese in it. I don't know if you guys, stuff, there's a. He comes in on a on a chopper, mm-hmm. picks him up, this big-ass attack pink and camouflage chopper that swoops down and picks him up. But he's got, a, you know, the big screens in front of the stage and on the side of the stages where he's actually the helicopter pickup machine gun Kelly. It's long. It's drawn out. It's dumb. It's just <laughs> it's absolutely fucking stupid. And the theme of the concert of the tickets to my downfall is about how the internet, we don't have to go by what the internet says. The internet has not treated Captain Karen fairly. The internet is, is, has been against him for the longest time, but we don't have to listen to the internet. We are our own people and the internet doesn't have to affect our, our lives. We don't need to be slaves to the internet. And there's a giant creature that grows from the back of the stage with a with a monitor as a head and it's the so it's a human body with the head of a you know a a monitor computer screen a television screen and that's air quotes internet so it's kind of stupid the theme of the show throughout but overall i mean i think he did a good job on the performance but the show part of it the story is just fucking dumb why do we need a story we, that's what I thought too. I don't need a goddamn story. Just get on stage and play the fucking music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all, I don't know if you guys covered, but so he's got the different opening acts, right? So on this particular stop, it was Ian Dior and Black Bear. Oddly enough, uh, maybe it's not oddly enough, both of the on Spotify have more monthly listeners than MGK. CGK, excuse me, Captain Karen. (laughs) So Black Bear's got more monthly listeners, um, and so does Ian Dior, which I found not surprising. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's like the dude right now. I'm surprised to hear that Black Bear has more monthly listeners than, than he does. Got that both of them, both of those guys, Ian Dior and Black Bear, have songs that have reached a billion streams. Well, isn't the Black Bear song with MGK? Yeah, I think he's got one with that Ian Dior too, don't he? Yeah, I think so. But, and that's on like in their top five plays and MGK doesn't have any, excuse me, CGK doesn't have any over a billion in the top five that I can see, but I thought those were fun facts. 
It's interesting. But that's also very smart of MGK to put people like that as his opening acts. Certainly helps sell more tickets. For sure. For sure. There was nobody there for Ian Dior. It was the the stadium, the, the theater, the whatever you call it, was pretty empty. I've but never they, heard of Ian Dior. Yeah. So you, uh, no. uh, you went to you went to a show. You need to tell us about uh, your your experience the other night. Yeah, I was gonna live. I was gonna text you guys my live concert review like Trey did, um, but I didn't. I started to, but the concert ended, and I needed to get out before the traffic started. Uh, yes, uh, White uh, Black. Uh, what's his name? Who White Stripe? Uh, Jack, Jack White. It was in town Thursday the other day. Um, today's Thursday, and the other day, and Pioneer's uh, Park, whatever that place is, the ranch. What's that place called? Pinewood. Pinewood Bowl. You're off to a great start, Doug, on this review. By the way, thanks, thanks. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I forgot that I went to it, and I wasn't. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just drove out there and sat in the park and listened to it. You don't even need to go into the venue. Perfectly fine from the parking lot, sitting in the comfort of my whip while listening. Uh, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I was upset. Upsets me to watch people leave halfway through a concert, and it upsets me to see people flood out before the encore even hits. Um, <laughs> I had his set list pulled up from his previous shows. It appears he does change his set list. It wasn't exactly the same from his Colorado show, uh, which I believe was the night before. Um, but yeah, I thought it sounded good. I thought it sounded good. I enjoyed it. I would have. Uh, I cont- I almost went up to it and tried. I do have a security T-shirt, by the way, that I think for the next one I need to put on and just try to walk right in. <laughs> but I enjoyed the show. I'm glad that I went out there. I'm glad that I got to hear that. Um, he doesn't talk much. There was only two times when he talked to Lincoln that I heard. Um, the one song where it was, uh, where he was asking what he, where he's telling everybody what he did that day in Lincoln, which tied into the name of the song, which I don't recall what it was. Um, and then what he did. Yes. He, uh, he walked around, he had a steak and eggs. He went to the local supermarket and bought some scratch off tickets um, he drank something in particular. He mentioned something about something that he drank. Um, and then he said that he was glad he did all of those things. And then he did the song. And living then at that, the end, living that rock star life, buddy. Yeah. And then the next time he talked was at the end of the show. Other than that, he just played and didn't say anything in between songs. Definitely sounded good from your uh, <clears throat> your Snapchat. Yeah, you know, when you were you were sending it, uh, I, I was listening and I was kicking myself for not attending. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. There was, there was quite a few songs on there that I liked. Yeah, I'm glad I went and I checked out the upcoming shows. Nothing really jumped out of me. I was interested. Maybe I'll go listen to Tom Segura, the comedian. He's funny, dude. I know who he is. Uh-huh. Um, I might go out and listen to some comedy, or I might go out and listen to ZZ Top. Um, who else is going to be out there? Some uh, Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, yeah, Goo Goo Dolls. I don't know. 
much of a fan of the Goo Goo Dolls. I, I think Blue October's opening, right? Oh, well, uh, I would definitely go to that. Sure. I thought they were. It was originally uh, Lifehouse, so I didn't know it was still around, but uh, Lifehouse, I think, dropped off the tour, and I think Blue October's opening up. Got Bon Iver's going to be out there, Jim. Oh, you gotta, yeah, you got to go to Bon Iver, man. Little That's bank, awesome little, big, little Big Town, Parker McCollum, Goo Goo Dolls. Um, let's see, more info on that. Bonnie Future. Ray is going to be out there. Yeah, Bonnie Ray, that's a good one. Wow, I didn't realize all these shows were happening. Jim Gaffigan's going to be out there? Yeah. What is this, all this Future Summer Festival? Is that Future the rapper? No. What is that? I don't know what it is, but it's not Future the rapper. 17 Artists? Oh, uh, this is a Christian concert. Hillsong, yeah. Johnny Swim. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Dirty Heads, that'd be a good one. Oh, ZZ Top, Incubus. Oh, definitely you're going to go to Incubus. Yeah, the show. Uh, let's see, the Goo Goo Dolls is with, yeah, special guest Blue October. There you go. Oh, nice. All right, looks like I'm going to go to the Blue October slash Goo Goo Dolls. I don't know if I'll stay for all the Goo Goo Dolls, but that is July 30th. Perfect. Nice. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. Hey, Doug, by the way, uh, Mike and I were talking earlier. I thought in your five minutes of hip-hop, even though it would have been questionable to uh, have it in there, I thought surely you were going to bring up your boy Justin Bieber. I thought about it. I was going to talk about how uh, there's a rapper – I can't think of his name offhand who is trying to reach out to him because he says he's got the cure for his facial issues through uh, herbs and holistic medicine. Oh, there you go. Okay. Who, you don't know who the rapper was? Uh, I can't think of it offhand. I can easily find it. Okay. No problem. Let's move on to our list. And yes. I have a list prepared for next week if you guys yes. are interested in another nice. list. Yeah, let's start about that after, uh, after this list. So we yeah, got our yeah. top five songs to get sad to. Is that how it was how it was phrased, Douglas? Uh, songs to get sad to. All right, let's do it. Wow, this was a tough one. Yeah, it was very tough. That was a tough one. Uh, yeah, you should start us off, Doug. Okay, and number five, I have a song by a group called Sick Puppies, and the song is Always the Same. Wow. You, you guys familiar with them at all? No. I mean, I'm familiar with Sick Puppies, puppies but I'm not, not familiar, familiar with the song. song. There you go. <laughs> Sick Puppies, Always the Same. The first time I heard this, and, and it brought me to absolute tears, and it was in because of uh, the video. It was on YouTube, and it was a free hugs video. And it was somewhere in Europe, I believe. It was just a dude holding up a sign that said "free hugs" in crowded areas, and in 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 you know shopping centers, and and in the background was this sick puppies, always the same song, and it fucking just just dropped me for some reason. Now we're talking like ten years ago, and this is a while back when I first heard this shit. Um, and I think it's just a fantastic song to get sad to. All right, I like it. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with Alter Bridge, uh, Watch Over You. Um, I fell in love with this song when there was uh, on their European tour quite a few years ago, 
they were touring with Hellstorm and Lizzie Hale would come out and play uh, perform this song with Miles. And it's just it's just a beautiful song. Uh, they're a great duet if you should ever watch on YouTube. But it's a great song by itself, just with Alter Bridge, Watch Over You. But Lizzie brings an extra extra oomph to it. Uh, that's just a beautiful song to get sad to. Wow. I mean, these are, those are two songs that I have not heard. Um, <laughs> none, of, none of my songs, uh, I think everybody's heard them. Um, but, I mean, they're a sad song. Uh, number five for me is Tears in Heaven by uh, Eric Clapton. Uh, oh. Song was written for his uh, son that uh, fell off the balcony. Um, I couldn't tell you what year it was. It was early nineties. But yeah. if you turn on if you turned on MTV at all during that time, that song was always on, and you instantly wanted to turn it because you didn't want to be sad. I mean, who wants to think about losing a kid and and uh, just the, the song itself? So a very beautiful song. I mean, he he does a masterful job and uh yeah Yeah. terrible good one thanks um i love that selection i forgot that song existed eric clapton i had this cassette single Uh of that song i would listen to the single i agree with you that's a oof that's a tearjerker eric clapton song his son i didn't even know I didn't know his son died that way until that song came out and I found out about it. So such yeah. a sad song. At number four, I have Sam's all of my songs moving forward are all love sad songs, sure. relationships. Mm-hmm. Smith, not in that way. The song where he sings to his lover and expresses that clearly he's in love with that individual, but he knows that they're they love him in that way that they would say i love you but not in that way and it's a super sad song uh my fourth song to get said to lone bellow watch over us kind of like alter bridge which watch over you this is lone bellow watch over us uh lone bellow is a great americana band uh two males one female they harmonize it just makes you want to slap your mama. Uh, it's so beautiful when they sing together. And Watch Over Us is probably the highlight of their entire catalog. Uh, another YouTube sensation that I found uh, perusing the YouTube music, uh, there's a there's a performance of them in Minneapolis, the three of them singing this song together, and it's just, it's unbelievable. And the, the crowd is just dead silent as they sing. Beautiful song. Hmm. Okay. Again, you guys are you guys are out there. I feel I feel basic with my my very you're, popular songs. You're a, you're a basic bitch. I'm a basic <laughs> bitch. I do like pumpkin spice. So there we go. Um, my number four song is "Hurt" by Johnny Cash. Um, we've talked about this, I think, before. Um, the song is is the hear the to think of what Johnny Cash was earlier in his career and how strong his voice was. And then just the weakness, but still, still there. But just it's weaker. You can tell that you know it's it's the the end, um, and just the the content of the song, you know. Let alone the video as well. Um, it's just it's just sad. I mean, you look at it and it's just like looking back. You know, what has he done? What has he become? He says that. 
<laughs> I think that's a great pick. I agree with that. I, that I contemplated. I look. I, that's a great. I think that's a good pick as well. I agree. Thank you. Um, at number three, I've got something everybody should know. Peter Gabriel, in your eyes. Good, good choice. Nice. There. I like. It. I mean, what else is there to say about it? Classic from the movie. Say anything. I mean, I love it. Peter Gabriel, in your eyes, great song to get sad to. Uh, my number three great song to get sad to is Linkin Park. Uh, what the hell is the name of the song? Uh, One More Light off their last album. Uh, makes it even more sad when you see that Chester Bennington appeared to be calling out for help during this song. Uh, but a very, very beautiful song by Chester and the boys in Linkin Park. Um, it's about loss of life. Um, loss of... I forgot what I was going to say. It's, it's, it's a great song to be sad to. After, uh, after he, he passed away, I didn't find this song until he passed away. And when they were on the Jimmy Kimmel show, just another YouTube, I guess I'm all about YouTube for sad songs. Uh, after the Chris Cornell death, uh, they were on Jimmy Kimmel shortly thereafter, and they played this song instead of what they were originally going to do, which made the song even that much more poignant. I'm not familiar with that one. I don't think I've ever listened to their last album. Uh, there's some good tunes on it. I mean, obviously, it's much different than the Lincoln Park we all grew up and loved, but uh, there's, some, there's right. some good stuff on there. There's another beautiful song on there called Heavy, um, which is also a song about some mental health issues and struggles. <sighs> sad. See, this is why I didn't want to do this, and now I'm sad. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, my next one is Nutshell by Allison Chains. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, it's um, the lyrics, you know, the guy, you know, he wanted privacy, you know, and just you could tell that he, man, I don't know, drug addiction is crazy, you know, and who knows what he really was thinking when he wrote this, but. If this isn't a cry for help, I don't know what is. And this was early. This was 1994. You know, I mean, the, he should have, people should have got him help. There should have been an intervention. Who knows what there was. But Yeah, and that, that, that entire album is really a great album to listen to, to get sent to. Because yeah. uh, Whale and Wasp is a beautiful little instrumental yep. tune on there. That's, that's, a, that's a great, sad album. Agreed. My number two song to get sad to, um, an oldie from 1966. The artist is Lorraine Ellison, and the song name is With Me, Baby. She sings uh, like I've never heard before. She screams in such a powerful beautiful way stay with me baby and it's just it's just classic so good growing up to me baby in my number two spot 1966 oh. holy moly okay <laughs> dig it deep i like it uh yeah uh my number two songs to get sad to they'll be at the pinewood bowl later on this summer with blue october goo goo dolls iris 
mainly made because of one of the saddest movies you'll ever see in the world, City of Angels. Fuck uh, Meg, yeah, Meg Ryan riding her bicycle, all happy and shit, and before she runs into a truck and dies. Spoiler alert! Uh, but Goo Goo Dolls, Iris, is a beautiful sign. I just love how it how it plays. The music to it is just one of those great. It just grips you. It gets you. It's a great song to listen to. Uh, to be sad when you're sad. Right on. Number two for me is It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday by Boyd Lemon. Um, great one. Song about loss. Um, the I mean, it's beautifully sang. Uh, the harmonies of those guys. We've talked about Boyd Lemon before um, just recently. So, you know, I mean, a very, very, very good group to do ballads and, and love songs and even sad songs. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. We need more of them. We need more of Boys to Men. <laughs> um, I absolutely think both of your last two songs, Google Dolls Iris and It's So Hard, are fantastic uh, selections. Um, my last song, number one song to get sad to, from my boys, Jodeci, A Little Cry <laughs> for You. <laughs> Fucking love it. Mm, fucking love it. <laughs> nice. All right. So uh, my top song to get sad to uh, is Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. What a beautiful song. That's all that needs to be said. Uh, probably, you know, we always hear about what the top wedding songs in the world are. Uh, but we don't really hear about what the top funeral songs are out there. <laughs> but I would almost guarantee Wish You Were Here was a uh, top three selection for top funeral songs. Uh, just what, are you, beautiful... what are the other two? Well, I don't know. I, I just I didn't want to name it the, the best. It's probably it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. But I really don't know. I would have to look at a list of what the uh, top funeral songs are. Um, but I, I, would, I'm put, I would think. I'm going to put I Wish would... You Were Here is in there. That's a good one. I would I would say top funeral song. Brad Paisley, when I get to where I'm going. Ooh, I wouldn't even. I don't even. I don't even know what that is. So yeah, check that one out. That's sad. Yeah. But my number one is "Don't Take the Girl" by Tim McGraw. Nice. Oh uh, I mean, an absolute heartbreaker. A lifelong love, you know, starts out when they're young kids. He doesn't want her dad to take him. He doesn't want his dad to take her fishing. And then as we grow up, you know, the girlfriends, you know, they get robbed. Um, and then, you know, she dies in childbirth. I mean, f- fucking terrible. I mean, if you don't ball like a baby during that song, you have no fucking heart. That's yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I got, we got honorable mentions. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, I've just all of you guys is uh, Eric Clapton, Goo Goo Dolls, Boys the Minutes So Hard, Tim McGraw, Don't Take the Girl. All of those are honorable mentions. Um, but the ones I wrote, Jodeci, Lately, a song, it's a cover from uh, that blind fella. Uh, what's his Stevie name? Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Um, Allison Krauss, Whiskey Lullaby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think this one... Sarah McLaughlin, I will always remember is a top funeral uh, song. That's in my uh, honorable mission. Uh, Rihanna Stay. That's in Please my honorable mission. Landslide. Yep. And then the ones I already added Eric Clapton, Goo Goo Dolls, Boys the Men, Tim McGraw. Those are my honorable mentions. 
My honorable mentions, uh, Jeff Buckley, Hallelujah, A Perfect yes. Circle, Resties, uh, Bon Iver, a Skinny Love, Bonnie Ray, I Can't Make You Love Me, Ben Folds 5, The Brick and The Luckiest, Elton nice. John, Candle in the Wind, Coldplay, Fix You, Sugarland, uh, Stay With Me, <laughs> Garth Brooks, The Dance, uh, Green Day, Good Riddance, Lord Huron, The Night We Met from uh, 13 Ways to Die on Netflix, uh, Lady A, Need You Now, and The Fray, How to Save a Life. Doug, just so you know, Will created a playlist of sad songs. It is now 319 hours long. <laughs> um, actually, I was just getting ready to ask, do I tried to get on your Spotify, whatever, friend to see your playlist? I did not see that playlist because I wanted to listen to it. You had said that uh, in doing the research that one was created for you or... Yes, but Spotify created some uh, sad playlists for me. But they were like all alternative rock songs, weren't they? They were, they were different genres. But, uh, one was alternative, there was a rock one, and then I can't remember what the other one was. All right, well, my honorable mentions... Sorry. My honorable mentions were Wish You Were Here, um, the one, one of two Pink Floyd songs that I like, um, uh, that fucking that Brad Paisley song, um, and really that was about it. You had Brad Paisley as your number one and your honorable mention. No, it wasn't my number one. Tim McGraw was my number one. Oh, okay. I I've said number it. one funeral song. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Got my got my country stars mixed up there. That's I mean, it's easy to do. I mean, they all sound alike. Yeah. There was one song I forgot I left off, uh, didn't mention. Monty Montgomery, Romeo and Juliet, cover from Dire Straits. Monty, all right, I love it. Yeah, he was actually in my top five list um, until I realized that I had actually six Mm -hmm. uh, songs in there. Uh, But yeah, Romeo and Juliet, cover from Dire Straits, Monty Montgomery. Um, Gentlemen, do you want to hear your possible next top five list? Oh, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if you guys got this in your rep- in your bag of tricks, but I do. Top- and I know you haven't done this one yet. Top five foreign language artists oh, or group. Son of a biscuit. Ooh. Yikes. I mean, the wrong... I, I can think of two. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, they're probably, and they're probably the same too. Yeah. Yeah, I would bet so. <laughs> I listen. You guys have done them all. I can't come up with anything. That's I racked my brain the other day driving around. And top five foreign language artists. So, group. is it any artist that's recorded a foreign language album? Sure, they can speak English or Spanish or any Russian, whatever, any sort of foreign language. Um, that in the song they speak in that native tongue, that foreign language. Uh, we can try it. I don't know if I can really give you five, but we can try it. It's possible yeah. five, but it's going to be a fucking shit show, yeah. and they'll be and they'll be questionable. <laughs> or maybe, or like we did last time, maybe we can just uh, like I did for the R and B list that we did. Maybe we can do. Uh, I can uh, provide some just some songs, foreign language songs, to complete my list. <laughs> Well, if the, oh, oh, okay, sure. Like you've got, you can only come up with. Yeah, like I can only artists, come up with like but... two artists, so I'll, I'll, I'll uh, add three songs. Sure. 
good foreign language song. I thought if that makes that's fine in my opinion. I mean, I thought just go artists because it would be easier to find five artists than the five songs. But that's just me. I listen to some foreign language shit that I have no clue yes. what the fuck's going on, but I sure like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah, you're Tijuana music. Tijuana. Tijuana music. A lot of, a lot of Mexicans, yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. What's our uh, what's our album reviews next week? Uh, Doug, I feel like we know what the hip hop. I don't know if you've heard the news, but I feel like we have our hip hop album next week, unless we find out it's also in the metaverse. What is that? Drake is releasing a new album tonight. Oh, I had no idea. I'm not. Uh... Drake, do you have another do you... one? Do you have another one? <laughs> Fucking Drake. Well, I'm hoping. Um... Mount Westmore will get out of the metaverse sooner than later. Um, there's no gonna... for that. What's that? I said we can keep our eyes and ears open for that. I haven't seen yeah. the release date. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm looking for that. But I mean, we've got Lupe Fiasco's putting one out on January to uh, June 24th. Anyway. June June 24th. Um, Logic. That's a week is... away. Oh, is that too far away? Logic yeah. might be dropping one any day now. I don't know. Drake, huh? I can do Drake. I don't like Drake, but we can do Drake. I'm no, not I mean, it. this is your segment, so you you pick it, and let's let's go with that. Well, I didn't. I didn't really have anything. Nothing was jumping out of me except for, like right. I said, the ones I mentioned. All right. All right, I'll look at Drake. Fuck it. I might like it. Okay. Or you can go with uh, Cypress Hill. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's been that out for a while, hasn't it? Then there been yeah. a new Cypress out for a while? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd rather do that. Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Mike, what do you got for us? We already talked about our albums we were going to do. What was it? Dead Dorothy. and uh, Dead and Dead Dorothy. And Dorothy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to go. Yeah, that's it. Dead and Dorothy. Dorothy is not dead. Not like Mike's dead. dead. Mm-hmm. They're two separate bands. De- 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 two separate bands. <laughs> Jeez, you think I've been drinking? I uh, know. All right. Dead, Dorothy, well, and Cypress Hill. It's too bad we didn't do Drake because we could have gone with the Triple D. Well, if you want me to do Drake, I'll do Drake. Get off my back about it. What is that noise? I'm I'm queuing up something here. Damn it! That's not gonna work. What were you trying to queue up? I was gonna play my number one sad song. Oh, you fucked it up, eh? Yeah, my internet connection in my bedroom is not great. All right, well we're about to hit the forty-five minute mark, so I think we got a little little lengthy on this one, but it's okay. It's all right. It was enjoyable. It's basically a full new episode. A bonus episode. Yeah, a bonus episode. Well, it's all right, guys. You guys have a wonderful evening. To all of our 20 listeners, thank you for your continued support. Certainly. Thank you very much. Thanks, Douglas. You're welcome. Thank you. Goodbye. 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 Thanks.